Buzz a page. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who today. We're talking about the uh, episode Eve of the Daleks. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Before we get into this episode, which is the New Year's Day special of this year, uh, let's wish everyone a Happy New Year. Uh, everyone online is saying that last year was the worst year ever. Um, I guess that's the standard from now on. You always say the last year was the worst year ever. And then you go into this year hoping that it's better, and it no never is. And so let's start by saying, boy, this year sucked too. And um, get sure. that out of the way. I would have said 2020 was the worst year ever, but that's okay. Well, I don't know. 2021 sucked, and then the last day, what happened? Betty White dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Betty White. I mean, she's like, everybody loves Betty White. Yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Betty White. No, she was um, definitely uh, a character, and um, she was actually in a couple horror movies. I was thinking about maybe in, in honor of her to watch those. <laughs> Probably not that good, but Lake Placid. Yeah, on the Lake Placid ones. Yeah, I think so. But um, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. So, yeah, um, almost a hundred years old. I mean, just about. You just might as well count it as a hundred. Yeah, she was like two weeks away from her hundredth birthday. Yeah, pretty amazing. Mm. So. Um, Hope everyone had good holiday season. Uh, you know, we did for the most part. We were we kept pretty busy. Had some fun times. Um, we're restricted on some things that we could could or could not do, and but got through it. And overall, been very happy with things. And you know, the year itself wasn't necessarily the best. I had a friend pass away a short while ago. Uh, toward the end, you know, like um, October or so, November, so that wasn't good. Um, someone else had a not a very good situation, but seems to be recovering, so that's good. So, and I have some relatives that aren't doing well, but <laughs> so maybe not necessarily the best year. And I don't expect this year coming up is going to be much better. So don't get your hopes up, everyone. <laughs> Um, I have been watching a TV show on Netflix that I I really enjoy. It's called Arcane. It's an animated mm -hmm. show that is steampunk world type of situation where magic is sort of banned, but somebody is starting to dabble in that magic. Not that they can; they're actually trying to use science to access mag magic. And it's pretty good so far. It's um, the animation's really spectacular. I don't know if it's based on an anime or anything. I didn't do much research because I don't want to necessarily be clouded by things from the past of you know where it came from or anything. I'm just sort of watching it completely spoiler free. But um, but it's pretty good. It's uh, I love the um, the steampunk world that it's in and. Um, 
it's definitely uh, definitely a highlight. I've only seen a couple of episodes, but slowly getting to it. Um, I also enjoyed the Spider-Man movie. We won't talk about too much about that for spoilers. Uh, Hawkeye was fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, Hawkeye was. I think Hawkeye is my favorite MCU Disney Plus series. Yeah, mine too. And um, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man a lot. It's one of those films that I have to see again. Uh, but it's certainly, um, it's not, it's doing fantastic in terms of everything, people liking it. And so everyone that was saying the MCU was going down the tubes because of Eternals or whatever, this uh, this movie sort of righted the ship a little bit, whether or not it stays that way, who knows. So that was good. So some good outings of movies and TV shows recently. Anything else from you guys or... I've been watching, well, not that this is anything that you guys probably watch, but I was catching up on Call the Midwife over my holiday break, and um, and there were several instances of them watching Doctor Who in <laughs> in the in the uh, lounge of the nun's house. It's kind of amusing. Is that a contemporary? Nuns, is it a... No, it's it's set in the 60s, so oh, okay. it was very early Doctor Who stuff. Hmm. Um the oldest uh, nun, Sister Monica Joan, who is a character and a half, um, is really, really into it. So I found that rather amusing. Good. That's neat. But yeah, it was the William Hartnell yeah. episode. So. But it was just funny. I was like, you know, had it sort of on half in the background as I'm sitting at my desk doing something else. And all of a sudden I hear the theme song. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I wonder if they That's, got the right. I wonder if they got the right theme song. Well, it's a BBC. Know. It's a BBC show, so they probably did. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I saw something recently that had Doctor Who in it. I don't remember what it was now. You just. I know a lot of shows, like some of the CW shows, they always mention. There's always name dropping of Doctor Who quite a bit in other shows. Mm-hmm. But I thought there was something a little more. Anyways. Okay. Did you watch Boba Fett? The, yes. The, the, yes. Yeah. I, I don't give anything it. away. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, um, that episode is more of a filling the gap to figure out where Boba Fett, how he got to where he got to. Um, you know, I, I like the, um, the setup that was done with Mandalorians. So that whole world and stuff, it, it's, so far, so good. It's only one episode so far, but uh, I've enjoyed that. Um, yeah, so. And I watched a lot of bad horror movies from Christmas horror movies. Those were, um, and New Year's Eve. You know, how many New Year's Eve horror movies there are? I'm going to say there's a, a lot. There's more than you think. I mean, there's not as many as Christmas, but there's a lot of uh, um New Year's Evil and Bloody New Year and <laughs> um, yeah, and, and some of those were pretty bad, but um, they were fun. So, anyways, I won't get into details on that. Speaking of New Year's Eve, Eve of the Daleks, almost Evil of the Daleks, Eve of the Daleks by Chris Chibnall himself. 
Mm. So I'm sort of of two minds about this, although Ashleen B is just I I love that woman. <laughs> I think she's hilarious. So who and I thought she was the best part of the show. Yes, she was. She was. Um I said in a couple of notes, I said, please, please, I want her as a companion and get rid of yeah. the other two. Have you been rehearsing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was hoping that when she said she wanted to go traveling and see the world, that, that it would, she would wind up being the next companion, but alas. What's her character's name? Sarah. Okay. She went off with Stalker Nick. That was a weird, well, there was a lot of weird things with Nick, but we'll go into that. <laughs> a lot of weird stuff in this episode, but the, the takeaway message is Jeff is a bad man. Yeah. Very Fireworks, chemicals, out, uh, food that's outdated. <laughs> taxidermy, taxidermy, uh, animal heads all over the place. Yeah. What else? Party supplies and a whole apartment. Yeah. So I have to imagine that the the conspiracy now is Doctor Who fans are going to try to figure out if Jeff is going to be an important character for the future of Doctor Who, and he won't be, hopefully, and uh, those fans will be disappointed, which I like. I, I yeah, no, I'm sure they I'm sure they want him to be like the next master or something. Um, I would just think Jeff was the dude at the end watching the fireworks. Yeah, who was That's that? That's what I thought that was. That guy That's what I was thinking. I'm like, but but I he was... wouldn't he have said something like, "Oh wait a minute, I think that's my stuff going up." Like wouldn't he have recognized? He just said, "Oh, I, I guess yeah, it's just knows? for me." Yeah, who was yeah, that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, Jeff was awfully um, had an awful lot of stuff that came in handy. Yeah. So this is a basic uh, Groundhog Day storyline, which I love those types of stories. Supernatural did one that was hilarious. And um, um, I'm sure a lot of other movies and TV shows have done the same thing. Um, You know, the the birthday ones, the horror movies, which I haven't seen, the one with the, you know, the happy death day or whatever, the girl keeps getting killed. And, you know, that whole movie series has taken along that same lines um i was going to text you guys right at the at the beginning and say well that was a short episode because they all got killed at the beginning and i'm like okay well that's the end of the chris chipmore era let's move on they got killed eight times yeah well yeah i was a little pissed off the first time that uh sarah got killed because i was like what i can't kill her off already yeah. Apparently, you think they did, <laughs> and seven more times. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was a little. Um, it was a little rushed, but I feel like a lot of his episodes are a bit rushed. Um, I couldn't quite figure out what was going on there for a little while, but that's, you know, generally par for the course with any Doctor Who episode. Yeah, I mean, um, they had a timeline, and they had a time, um, I think, a deadline. Uh, the time with the clock was ticking, and I love episodes like that because they keep the pace up, even though there were times where they were sitting around talking, and I'm like, you're running out of time. 
Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like at one point, Nick takes all his stuff and makes a barricade out of that. There's no way he could have done that in one minute. No. Right. <laughs> so no there's way. a lot of, and the fact that they were running from one floor to another, I mean, there were some stretches of logic and, and imagination there. But, um, but I like the fact that it was fast-paced and it did do a good job developing characters, especially Sarah and Nick, mostly Sarah. And we yeah. said that we liked her a lot. We wanted her to be the companion as opposed to Nick was okay, just a little on the creepy side. If he likes oh, the, well, he's, he likes this girl. And he only shows up once a year. Does she not work any other time of the year at this place? I have but no clue. Why does he have all these things that women have left in his apartment? Like a, a storage room full of them? Well, he has a lot of women. Well, she, a lot of exes. First off, there well, was like Sarah maybe a hundred. Sarah did go off on that and said she, he, how freaking weird he is and all that. So that was totally answered, <laughs> answered in that because she just, I was like sitting there going, laughing and you know, yeah, I was like, you know, he's right there, right? <laughs> but I mean, he has at least a hundred items in there, and one from each girl, and it's like, okay, well, he's a kind of a. You know, he's a player, but he also doesn't – it's weird, and it doesn't make much sense. It was kind of – the whole thing is they were leading up to that. He takes all this stuff and, and sacrifices it for the Dalek, and there's some sort of symbolism with that. But it's like kind of kind of weird, kind of dumb. Yeah. And, then and I think he – he always brings something on New Year's Eve because he knows she's always going to be there, but obviously he comes at other times. Okay. And, and, you know, and that's fine. I, I thought that relationship was okay, but I would be saying to Sarah, wait a minute now, don't go off with him to another country or whatever. He's, he's had a hundred ex-girlfriends, so that means something, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But um, anyways, um, but it was a nice little... Uh, moment there when the fireworks at the end and they're together and stuff a little little rom romantic even though it's kind of creepy mm. um, so the mystery unveils itself as we go along uh, very quickly it seems like they do remember a what lot happens, of times yeah. yeah they remember a lot of what happens it's not like us they have to start from scratch each time and yeah, and if I heard right, the TARDIS is the reason of the time loop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And when they tried to get out of the out of the the place, the the the, the hexagonal uh, TARDIS yeah. things showed up as a shield, and they're like, they don't recognize that. I said, well, it's got to be the TARDIS. The TARDIS is in some sort of weird reset, and of course, it's the one that's the cause of this. I, I got that right out of the gate. I don't know why the I was I thought the Daleks put the shield up. Mm. I did too. Actually. But it was a shape like the TARDIS, the interior of the TARDIS. <laughs> it was I don't know. Maybe they just, I guess I just didn't... recycled special effects because to see BBC is cheap. I don't know. <laughs> well, no. It I just, just the, didn't the... put two and two together to, to realize it was the TARDIS making that yeah. barrier. I thought it was a Daleks, too. I thought it was a Daleks. Um, yeah, so the whole thing is they... they, they very slowly come up with a plan and it doesn't always work and I thought the whole format was pretty good because we saw I, I thought Jody Whitaker was pretty good in this 
Yep. She had some good moments. She wasn't horrible. Um, overall, she was pretty good in it. I, I don't have any major problems with her in this. Dan was as good as he usually is, which means he's kind of, he has a couple of one-off lines and he's okay. Yaz. Useless as usual. Yes. Completely useless. She, she finally says, I have feelings for the doctor, which doesn't surprise anyone. But she doesn't even say it. Dan says it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that, and that whole thing just kind of, first of all, I came out of left field and no. like, you don't. You didn't think that she had that. That though she had those feelings. No, I didn't. No, it's been during the flux and the, towards the yeah. end of the last season. That's been kind of building where she would like cut to Yaz doing the puppy dog eyes to the doctor. Okay, now back to her being useless. And every once in a while in the episode, they'll they'll hint at that. And she's this time they went full exploring it. So I'm thinking the rumors I heard for one of these upcoming two episodes might actually come true. Well, and, and the doctor gives her a look at the end, kind of like, oh boy, I got to deal with this problem. Um, like it's definitely, I, I don't know. It, 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 it's a waste of, a, she's a waste of a character, unfortunately. And now they're going to—they're trying to add a little bit of character by saying she's in love with the doctor, which adds potential stuff that she can do, but it makes her character sort of—it doesn't help her character, you know. No, but, it makes her more like Martha. Mm -hmm, yep. Only, you know, Martha at least was useful. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yes. I'm not a big fan of Martha, mostly because of the way she acted toward the doctor. Otherwise, she was great. But as soon as she was like, uh, you know, and Rose did that to a degree, but um, it was. It was different know. with Rose, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she Martha was... was moping after the doctor, and the doctor was moping after Rose. Mm. And it was just like, oh, God, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't uh, want a teenage drama on my hands here, you know, and that's what this is starting to look like. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so... Yeah. You know Chibnall's going to screw it up, too. I mean, it's not like Russell T. Davis, who's got experience writing that type of stuff. You know that he's going to screw up the relationship thing. It's just going to be no, cringeworthy. He, he did a good job in Broadchurch, but, you know, again, that's not sci-fi well and, and then um I, I will say i'm not the biggest fan of companions falling in love with the doctor and here we are again so we'll see mm -hmm. um the other scene we mentioned this before about putting all the previous x stuff and then and then he uh, nick goes exterminated to get it you know yeah mm -hmm. that's funny you know that's is that the, fluck, the, the, the crux of that whole scene was just to have that joke. Probably. Seems um, like it. I thought the I finale... Oh, go sorry. No, I you thought the finale was really good. I like the explosions. Um, pretty good special effects. It was ended up being fireworks. Uh-huh. You know, that's good. And um, I thought it, was, it ended okay. I thought the whole story was solid enough that I bought into it. So it wasn't 
confusing. It was, I mean, it's confusing to a degree, but they kind of set the standard after a couple of times we signed, we, we got what needed to happen. They needed to get out of this. And there was some confusion about they had to save Nick at a certain time because he was going to die earlier in the time frame or whatever, but that kind of got thrown out at the end. Um, or he, he managed to survive it. So I don't know, analyzing that, I don't know if the, the story logic is perfect, but at least it kind of, as good as a, any sort of um, Groundhog Day episode, I thought this was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. I, I actually I actually like this better than Flux. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I like this totally better than Flux, because I was just like, oh, this is your typical you know, Doctor Who, even though Jim knows always going to be never going to live down the running down silly corridors which they were doing a lot of running down corridors in this one but it was like a basic doctor who story kind of like you know yeah villain let's run away from villain let's figure out how to defeat the villain escape happy ending and that's yeah yeah. I like Dan. I like Dan trolling the Dalek there in the mm-hmm. in the lobby. He gets <laughs> the Dalek spin around in circles. Yeah, he gets close to it, and now they can't kill him. You know, he kind of yeah. finds a weakness, which is I, I thought was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny. Didn't and then when long. the Dalek said, "I am not Nick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. There were some. I mean, there were some funny moments and. I mean, it's going to be amusing if Ashleen B is in it because she's just she's a funny, funny woman, and basically was playing herself because everything I've ever seen her on, she is just that's just the way she is. What else? What else? She's a comedian, so. What else? Yeah. She's asking me the same question. Yeah. Yeah. She's a comedian, so she's done a lot of panel shows. Okay. But she's a stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. But all the panel shows I've seen her on, that's just the way she talks. Her stand-up is kind of, you know, snarky. <laughs> Do you think this is better than the other? We had two episodes this past season that we both kind of, we all kind of liked. The Satarn one and the um, the Weeping Angel one. Was this better than those? Well, I mean, it's hard to say because those were part of a, an yeah, arc. That was, yeah, those were part of a six-part story. This one is... A standalone, mm-hmm. standalone. You know, I I did, I I kind of like this one better than. In fact, I like these better than the other two New Year's Day episodes too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't like the second one at all. I thought the first one was pretty good, but the second one I didn't like that much at all. This definitely um, had less characters. It was less to worry about. Less things that could go wrong. It was very simple plot. The rules were set up, and you know. There were a couple of discrepancies and this and that, but the mother calling all the time was like, the lines was, aren't going to be busy, you know. <laughs> maybe in the 50s or 60s when, yeah. you know, but in the 2021, 2022, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I like how the phone just gets exterminated at the end and it's like, okay. I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a comment about BBC America because you know I'm going to. Uh, first off, a couple of things happened in the BBC America broadcast. Uh, number one, um, they had commercials, okay? They had lots of commercials. And I don't know what time the show ended in England because they started at the same time, I believe. It started but, at two and got over at three. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, we had about a half an hour, we had a half an hour of commercials. 
in oh. that period of time. Uh, wow. Lots of them, and they were frequent. They weren't like they go to commercial for. They had a couple that were very long, like three or four long, long commercials. But they would literally just come back for like three or four minutes, and then go back to another commercial. Um, they had a commercial about 15 minutes into it that showed when when it came on, I said, "Oh wow, there, this is the next scene," because it showed two Daleks attacking Nick, and that hadn't happened yet. And oh, no. still about ten minutes away, and they said, "Keep you know, keep watching for the next you know, on BBC America." And and I had posted on Rich Kirkpatrick had mentioned that he was uh, watching this, and one of his friends had posted and said, "I want the the Irish woman to be a, a companion," and I agree with him. But I also said, "Wow, these commercials just gave away a spoiler. Not a big one, but oh, I guess there's two Daleks. Okay, <laughs> good to yeah. know." And so I'm not a big fan of BBC America, and you guys were right not to um, partake in that. But given the circumstance um, of what we were, had to do today, that was um, made a deal with it. But um, yeah, they, I, BBC America has gone way downhill. <laughs> yes, it has. So we don't know who the that guy is that was watching the fireworks at the end. That was um. It was just some, ran some random, random, random. Yeah. It was a fan that won a contest or something. He was showed up <laughs> at the show or something. Um, yeah, so because it wasn't connected to the flux, I think you guys are right. I think it, it was more enjoyable. I mean, there was stuff at the beginning with the flux, and I was like, uh oh, but they kind of went away from that. So that was good. Mm hmm. I was able to enjoy it and not have, because even though we liked those other episodes, they were still connected to something that we didn't like as much. So it kind of lowered everything down <laughs> to a, a different level. So, um, you know, I don't think anyone's saying after watching this, oh, wow, this is fantastic. I can't wait for the rest of the specials. But if they're one-offs, maybe they're going to be halfway decent. Maybe. But, well, the next one looks like it takes place in the past in the Orient, and it's got the sea devils in it. Okay. So maybe that will be halfway. De I, I've involves, always. It involves pirates. It involves Asian pirates. Okay. I've been waiting for the sea devils to make a return in the new series. So mm -hmm. hopefully. I thought that sea devil looked like a slee stack. It actually looked like what they're supposed to look like. They're what they looked like in the Pertwee episode. So when uh -huh. I saw the Sea Devil photo, it was actually from the episode? Is yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. It was, no, it was actually from the special coming up. But it looked like the style from the Pertwee era, not the samurai-looking ones from Davison era. Okay, so this picture right here is... Okay, I see. I, it fooled me. I thought it was from the, the, the um, John Pertwee era. It, you're right. It looks fantastic. And, and I think it's, I see the pictures now, and it, you know, I don't know, Julia, you know, she'll look at it and say, oh, geez, but they tried to capture the look of the original series. Okay. Um, but that's not necessarily a good thing. But I like what it looks like anyways, with his big eyes. I wonder if, wonder if the eyes move. I'll have to look at the trailer. Anyways. I hope, what? I hope they do. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise it'd be kind of like stupid balls, if it's yeah. just like they literally took the costume from the Pertwee and said, "Here we go." 
Oh, hey, I have an answer for the guy at the end. Yeah? His name was Carl, and what? he was from Series 11, Episode 1, the first character that 13 actually saved. I oh. didn't remember him at all, so... Me neither. <laughs> saved uh, from what? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Wasn't wasn't there? Were there people oh, like? Oh, wasn't he on the train? Train, yeah. Train. Yeah. Yeah, she falls into the train. Okay. The yeah, anyway, that's who he yeah. is. So. Jeez. You're gonna I'm throw not... Easter eggs in, you know, make them more obvious, but. Well, yeah. Or make your characters more memorable, so you can recognize them when you see them. Yeah, or make the episodes more memorable that we would actually have gone back and watched that episode multiple times and would have recognized him. Like the olden days, where we would have watched more Doctor Who episodes again and again and again, and we go, "Oh yeah, that's what's his name." And true, uh, true. But anyways, <laughs> okay, well that's good. But maybe Jeff will come back in a different. The bad man will come back in a different episode. Now everyone's <laughs> going to watch for him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. It didn't bother me. I didn't throw my pen. I didn't throw my pad of paper down. Uh, I didn't put any negatives necessarily, apart from what we talked about, except for the BBC America, obviously. Right. Uh, that was, um, but I can't hold that against the Doctor Who episode. I, I kind of did have a, a bit of an issue with... Um... The inability of the Daleks to hit anything. Well, they killed them eight times. I know, but they then they were just shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. Yeah. It was like watching Stormtroopers. Well, every time, almost, I think just about every time they got shot, they were standing perfectly still. And just yeah, like, were... just standing perfectly still. And I'm, I'm like thinking, thinking the doctor hasn't got, ex hasn't got exterminated that often in the show. He has mm -hmm. a couple of times. David Tennant got it in that one episode. And, you know, so, and she got killed eight times. So, you know, I know people are going to say, what an inadequate doctor that, you know, she had the, 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 the solution and then it didn't work and then she got shot. But of course, it's, it got reset, but she didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, you know, so once you're moving, Daleks can't hit the side of a barn, but. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, like she said, they're like stormtroopers missing the shot. <laughs> yeah. I like the Dalek gun. I don't know if that's a redesign with it, like it's, it looks like a little um, Gatling gun sort of. Dee -dee -dee -dee. Oh, yeah. Um, I you would think yeah. it would be more effective because it would launch a bunch of lasers and it would be a Gatling gun type thing, but it's not. It wasn't, obviously, from what you pointed out. It's not more effective as long as they're standing still. Yeah. And the skeleton effect, you know, I'll tell you what, one of my favorite two scenes with Daleks in them is in Revelation of the Daleks. Remembrance of the Daleks, sorry. When a Dalek fires at a soldier and he turns into a skeleton. Do you remember that, Jeff? Yes, I do. Remembrance of Daleks. I, I had it on videotape. It was a bootleg videotape I got from someone in England. I rewound that and watched it 15 times in a row. I couldn't believe that effect. The guy goes flying backwards and he's, he, he like the negative effect and he turned into a skeleton and went flying backwards. And I went, oh my God, because 
before that it was negative image on a person, the person would fall on the ground. But this was, and that's the first time they used the skeleton effect, I believe. And <laughs> in Dalek, we saw it and it was really effective. They looked really cool. The skeleton, they you could see this, they didn't turn it to skeletons, but they, you could see the negative, like an x-ray. You yeah. see the skeleton and they fall down. But in this thing, they look like cartoon skeletons. They They weren't, you know, it was not to say that it needs to look really like horrific with, oh my God, that looks like a, like the inside of a person, but it looked, the skulls look like, you know, something out of a Halloween cartoon, like, ooh, 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 ooh. and it just, you know, again, I'm maybe getting nitpicky here, but um, there was a close up a couple of times and I'm like, oh, that skull doesn't really look that good. It just looked better in Remembrance of the Daleks than that was how many years ago? That was 1988, so, during the 25th anniversary season of Doctor Who. And that effect was better than the one that they did here. At least the, 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 the Dalek effect, the Dalek um, exterminate effect. But Okay, so I had to say something bad. I mean, you, know, you can't have a review of Doctor Who without saying something bad about it, right? Right. Well, well it was better than Orphan 55. Uh, <laughs> well, I had to get that one in there. Start off the new year right. <laughs> so um, for our next episode that we're going to do, a new one, it's going to be in spring. Um, we're going to continue to review a few things. We're going to talk about what we're going to review from now until then. Um, Jeff and I are going to do a couple more classic episodes. Uh, we're going to still do every other week because that'll give us time to breathe a little bit. We don't have to rush to get these episodes out. So we'll do every other week up until the spring, and then we'll do this one when it comes out just like normal. And um, we'll talk about what else. I haven't heard anything about any shows coming back, like Umbrella Academy or anything. So we're still keeping an eye out for those Stranger things. Stranger Things, I think, is coming back in the spring. What is? Stranger Things. Well, Stranger Things. Yep. Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, shows that we would potentially review or whatever. Um, oh, we haven't done Stranger Things, have we? No. But... Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look at that. We're going to talk about, you know, what we want to do if we want to do something with Hawkeye or whatever. But other than that, we'll do some more classic episodes and um, possibly some of the, you know, in addition to classic, we also do the, uh, um, what's the, the new show, uh, David Tennant and all those. And there's some really gems that we haven't reviewed, like uh, Hitler. And good oh, some war and stuff like that. We got some really good ones we have to get to at some point. So those are gonna be fun. So anyways. Anything else about this one? No, I think we covered it pretty well. Okay, yep. thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>